Welcome to Stalking Spurs. 40-ish minutes of football-adjacent frivolity. You're here with me, Patty, and you're here with my co-host, Acid. Hey, Acid. Hey, Patty. What's up? We are flying high and feeling good. It has been such a long time since we, number one, talked. Number two, got this right. Guys, just so you know, we're so dedicated to the cause. We have tried to record a couple times now, and Acid is on the roof of her building, really just trying to get the best signal, and she found it. Her dedication to this is amazing, just like the dedication of Antonio Conte in removing condiments, but we're not going to talk about that just yet. We've got a packed show for everyone, including Sunny and all the Spider-Man celebrations. Guys, what is this? Is it SpawnCon or is it organic? <laughs> then in the second half, we check in on Benny Boo, our favorite Mr. Davis, and unpack this wonderful feature that he had on The Athletic. Is he the new and improved version of himself? Or has we, have we been just overlooking him this whole entire time? Mm. My vote is on the latter, but you'll hear more about that later. And at halftime, we will be joined by Kumbaya Master Toby to discuss our past two, not games, guys, our past two wins with clean sheets against Brentford and Norwich. But there goes the whistle, so we're on to the first half. Awesome, let's hit the ground running. Okay, so we're gonna play a game, guys. Yeah. We're gonna play the game called, is it SpawnCon or is it organic? (laughs) And what specifically we're talking about is, you may have noticed as a Spurs fan that there's been a lot of Spider-Man content Mm -hmm. going on on the social media channels. And let's, okay, maybe let's set the stage here. We're going to talk about all of the relevant uh, things on the internet that kind of tie into the story. And if you want to follow along, check out the episode description because we have all of the links there. So, okay, here's where all of this begins. On the 17th of November, (laughs) the actor Tom Holland, who plays um, Spider-Man, did like an interview with GQ Sports. And GQ Sports tweets a video of this interview specifically the part where he says that he's a Spurs fan, mm. which is what, like, add him to the growing list of, of amazing <laughs> Spurs fans, which now includes also Adele. Anyway, so welcome to the club, <laughs> Tom Holland. So that's the 17th of November. On the 19th of November, I guess as a reaction to this, Spurs official posts um, on Instagram a photo of the inside of the stadium hyping the Spurs and Leeds game with uh, Spider-Man kind of dangling from, from the roof of the stadium. So this, like at this point, what, what do you think, Patty? At this point, I've been, I mean, you know I'm on Team SpawnCon here. Levy is out to get that money. But like, this one felt incredibly placed. The, the first one, the mention of uh, in GQ, that could have been just like Adele, right? Saying it. Adele is obviously legit, but Tom Holland saying it in an interview feels very past, you know, like, oh, you know, yeah, there, there's that. But this one posting the actual Spider-Man hanging from the top of, like, the stadium, this felt spawn gone. Yeah, yeah, I see, I see where you're coming from. I see where you're coming from. To me, it, it's still... Uh, it still could be organic, but I guess then you'd have to negotiate rights and stuff. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't it's, stop yeah. there. This is just the build-up to the main event. Because on the 2nd of Dece- December, just <laughs> days later, in the game against Brentford, Sonny scores 
and to celebrate. You know how he usually does the like camera framing thing with yes. his hands. This time he skids on his knees and he does the Spider Man, the the web <laughs> thing, which is uh, I I don't know. I would say pretty cool. It's because I guess with this he's saying he's Spider Man. Yeah. They did, to be fair, they chose the right guy because Sonny does do the photographer, um, the photo celebration. And hey, Peter Parker is a photographer. So I get it. <gasps> Spider-Man, Peter Parker, it makes sense. But that is a lot of like deep connections for whoever is doing PR for Spider-Man. So like that's where you're like, ooh, is it organic? Did it was or could it be that it was the... Levy's team, his PR team that pitched it to Marvel and was like, because this is just such a niche, weird, like, connection for it to have come from the Marvel team to be like, oh, there's a club in London that has a Korean star that does a photo celebration. But anyway, so yeah, so maybe it was the other way around and it came from, it came from Tottenham, but still, still, I'm yeah. still on the SpawnCon fence here. Um, and yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm still feeling like it could be... Or I I don't know I don't know. because like to anyway I guess we'll get to it later anyway next in this timeline just days after the second of December on the fifth of December after the win uh both Spurs official and Sunny's Instagrams start showing uh this this reel of Tom Holland and Sunny finally meeting so I guess this is kind of being packaged as ooh. Tom Holland is a fan of, of the club and Sonny specifically. Uh-huh. And Sonny is a Spider-Man fan. Uh-huh. Watch this this goat and this spider uh-huh. meet up for the first time. So they meet each other. They hug. They both seem starstruck by each other. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. This is when I started to feel like, ooh, this must yeah. be planned. And Sonny rarely posts. Rarely. He does. So the fact that there were so many... um. Uh, smatterings on his posts for this is like okay i'm getting a bit suspicious but i did like the video the video is quite cute tom holland mm-hmm. is adorable sunny is our tom holland essentially he's adorable yes and so i i really do think like it is a stroke of genius to pair them but because of that one post of spider-man hanging from the ceiling i felt like that was the one that felt most staged because all of this is just like oh we're fans of each other but that one was just like the that's the imagery of Spider-Man itself. And yeah, no, I, I don't know. Yeah. Which I think leads us to the, is this the last in this? I don't know. <laughs> but there was like a final, is after it? the Norwich game, there was a final smattering of, of Spider-Man content. Um, and it's, it was Sunny posting on his Instagram, last Spider-Man, I promise, another three points, let's go. And it's a photo mm-hmm. of him skidding with a Spider-Man hand gestures. Um, and also on Spurs Official, yeah. they posted a photo of the trio, Lucas Hoibs and Sunny, doing the same thing. And Acid, this shit is tricky. This is where it's like really like, okay, this either they're super ballsy or... Holy fuck, they had to win this for the contract. But the caption on the Spurs official post was Spider-Man 3-0 at home. Which is like, what if we lost? It would be 0-3 at home? Like, you don't want to put a losing 
photo with like SpawnCon, right? So this is the part where I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, maybe they're just extending media mileage here. But you know, and you know, and I know, where you work in advertising, I work in marketing. Nothing comes for free at these at these levels. This is fucking Marvel. So yeah. So for me, risky, interesting, should have gotten rid of the Spider-Man imagery itself because everything else was quite good. Yeah. Yeah, totally. It's so it's so risky because it seems like they've said, okay, we're going to get Sonny the goal scorer to do your Spider-Man gesture. Like what if what if Sonny was injured before that? What if he couldn't play and he couldn't score? Or what if he did play but he, his form just dropped somehow and he wasn't able to score? So Panana, what do you do if, what if Disney is paid for a goal celebration hijack and there is no goal celebration? So it's just, it's just, it's so, everything's just aligned so perfectly and everything has panned out so well that I feel like, oh, it, it could be organic because it's just, it's so risky for it to not be, right? <laughs> oh. I love your, I love your optimism for Team Organic. However, for Team SpawnCon, the timing is just way too apt and way yeah. too coincidental for it to not be SpawnCon. Spider-Man No Way Home is coming out, and no, we weren't sponsored, so I should stop plugging the fucking movie. But we also know that Marvel is not a stranger to the Premier League. They did a tie-up with Deadpool um, and Man United back in 2018, although maybe not as expansive as this on social, although we wouldn't know because we, we don't follow them. We don't follow but them. We don't know. But also... And I really, really think that though the devil works hard, Levy works harder. And this just looks like a million bucks for him. It's a money-making thing. How could he not want this? I think it's SpawnCon. Yeah, uh, I see what you mean. But you know what? I believe that Tom is a Spurs fan. I believe that he loves Sonny because who fucking doesn't? And I also (laughs) believe that Sonny is a Spider-Man fan. So I totally believe that all of this fits and makes sense and it just so happens to be perfect and exploitable by brands ah but yeah i I guess that aside part of me also just wants to believe that goal celebrations are pure and beautiful and should be untouched by branding so i don't know i I guess i I don't want to i don't want to live in a world where you have like ooh, this group hug goal celebration is brought to you by close-up minty fresh with crystals for 12 hour fresh breath you know that kind of thing i just i don't want that to 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 be to encroach in such a pure part of the game i mean we're a hop skip and a jump from that honestly black mirror style (laughs) clubs are they got kicked out of the super league so they're not getting those income streams i am a cynic and I will think that wherever they can do branded content, they will. And they are employees of the club and they do stupid things for sponsors. I just wish they were more upfront in the way they did it in the same way they do actual sponsored content yes. from AIA or from Cinch. Because yeah. those at least are less confusing. I'm all about money making, but I'm also all about transparency. And yeah. this one is a stalking Spurs mystery. ESPN tried answering it with their like explaining of it and I'm like nah it didn't explain anything you just literally wrote out a timeline for us but thanks we've done that as well so no thank you <laughs> <laughs> however um, we would like to encourage you to watch Spider-Man <laughs> I'm kidding <laughs> use promo code <laughs> stocking spurs <laughs> brought to you by Marvel um, but yeah hey but you know what if Marvel wants to sponsor us sure why not we love Tom Holland. We love Spurs. Um, hi, low-hanging fruit here. Yeah, hey. you know how to reach us at Stalking Spurs <laughs> on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> Hit us up. 
hit us up, but when we are back, we will be joined at halftime by Toby. See you then. Hey, welcome to halftime. As usual, at halftime is when we discuss the actual matches of football. And today we're joined by Toby, our football correspondent. What's up, Toby? Hello, good to be back. <laughs> I awesome, mean, great to have you. <laughs> we have been on a high, guys. I, I know we sound chill as fuck, but we're not because two games in a row, two wins, two clean sheets. Who are we? What is this, Toby? Yeah, new Spurs who did. <laughs> it's, what, what a pleasure. It's... Just some really attractive football, lovely attacking football. We've got like nine players on the field who are effective and, you know, threatening in the final third, which is new. We've got goals coming from all types of players. So it was awesome seeing Sanchez score and Ben, sorry, Davis fighting in there for a header to, to, to force the own goal. So it's, yeah, I mean, free flowing football, some great counterattacks. Like, it's been really nice to see us effectively hitting the low wings as well, like getting the ball down to the end line, getting defenders turned around um, and able to put, like, dangerous crosses into the box. And that's something we haven't seen for weeks and months. I mean, it really is. New Spurs, who dis? I, I, at first I was like, who's Sergio Canas? Wasn't it then? Oh, it was an own goal. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, yes, it was an own goal, but who cares? It counts for us. It's still for us. And really important because we, we'd had so many corners this season already and hadn't scored from a single one. So I think we scored from two in the Norwich game alone. So, yeah, some really positive things if we can start turning around and making some use of our set pieces. Yeah. Sorry, I know we're getting carried away with this, and it's awesome that we're getting carried away with this. But just for some context, we're talking about the last two games, which are Brentford 2-0, and Norwich 3-0. Winning party. Woohoo! Winning, and I don't even see Harry Kane's name yet on the scoreline. So this is insane. We've got the usuals. We've got Sonny hitting it here and there. But guys, Ben Davis? Just like... And I, I love the confidence. Seeing Sanchez and how when he scored, he just walks out like, yeah, what? Come at me, bruh. Like, yeah. I love... Yeah. This confidence is insane. Who are we? I'm so... I it love it. It is. That's one of the, like, the coolest, most badass goal celebrations I've seen. Just ice cold. That Scores awesome. the goal, walks away calmly. <laughs> what? With, with Eric Dyer just, like, screaming at him. Yeah, like, I know. Screaming oh, encouragement. That was super cool. And even the way, like, when, when Eric Dyer, like, went up to him screaming, Sanchez just kind of looked him dead in the eye. I, no change in expression. <laughs> Love it. I'm so happy, and I, 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 I don't want to attribute it all to the manager, but I guess we have to attribute it to the manager. I don't know. <laughs> like, okay, so he doesn't smile, but holy shit, there was this fan cam of on of him of like not a fan cam, like the Conte cam on like the sidelines. And again, I'm still afraid for his heart attack. But wow. I guess he's implementing changes. I guess all that lack of like ketchup is working. What is happening? Yeah, whatever he's doing, get rid of all the condiments because it's definitely working. <laughs> yeah, what else is still left there? Is there salt and pepper? Get rid of that. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's the same group of guys, isn't it? Oddly, Since the last oddly. two managers, and I mean that. I guess that's yeah. we're seeing the difference a manager makes. Yeah, the change maker really is condiments. The less <laughs> condiments we have available, the more goals we score. So that's that's really it. Could be a takeaway for all of our lives. Totally. Although I can't live without my garlic chili, mm. so it's not going to work. <laughs> I love mustard. I mean, I guess Conte and his condiments are are making a change, but. Incredible performances. I think one of those would be Skippy, who has just been uh, yes. incredibly amazing. In both games, He is he man of the match back-to-back? Am I remembering this right? Man of the match back-to-back. Wow. Wild. Man of the matches. Yeah, so we, there's, a, there's a, like a really awesome Twitter thread which, which you shared, Patty, and which you guys can check out in the episode description. And it's kind of just... I would call this a skip appreciation post yeah. in great detail. It's just tweet after tweet pointing out all of the awesome things he's been doing and why he's amazing and why he's perfect. Well, not perfect because he's <laughs> developing, but like pointing to how great he could be for us. But he's, he's such an ambitious player because like he's so good on both sides of the ball. He's a really, really strong central, like defensive midfielder, but that's not enough for him because he'll make those runs in the final third, ahead of the ball and into the penalty box. Like, even if he's not fed, he'll, like, make the cut through to the to the low wing, allowing the, the ball carrier to cut back across the center. Like, he just reads the ball so well. I mean, he tackles wonderfully. And he goes on these really bold runs, just eating up the midfield, like, like he's Moussa Dembele or like he's Steven Gerrard or something. He just makes these huge, incisive runs. Okay, you guys can't see this, but as soon as Toby said Musa Dembele, we kind of just, our heads just exploded. <laughs> because I think we've missed him. Oh, yeah. We've missed him in many ways since he's left. And I think, I think it's, so, it's super exciting that we could have the new Dembele. Are, are we getting Skippy skip. kits now? <laughs> I think, I've, ordered, I've ordered us a bunch. Oh, great. Yeah, we have, Fantastic. We have. I was actually thinking of getting the away kit. Cause it's so nice the and i think lovely, i don't i don't think i have a british player yet so i think it's about time i oh. get one and maybe maybe it's skip i don't know because he's been maybe incredibly amazing guys remember he was our intern look where he is now good job skippy totally from intern to this <laughs> after like a, a title winning uh loan at norwich norwich yeah. Where he was, like, player of the season, was yeah, yeah. according so to the fans. He was alone there, got injured at the end of the season, but everyone, like, loves him. And he really, I think, I would like to think that he helped win that title. Oh, for sure. And now here he is with us. Hopefully, we're going to win some, some shit soon. <laughs> Maybe all it took was removing peanut butter and adding Skip back in. But let's not forget, and he seems to forget himself, but we don't, because Lucas Mora is... Once again, just making all these intense, crazy oh goals. And he showed himself oh at God. the Norwich game. Guys, never forget him. Don't sleep on him. I know he's got some haters, but we love, we love Lucas here. And once again, he's proving why we love him so much. Totally. Yeah, you know what? Uh, hater. I know haters are going to hate. <laughs> but, you know, haters also create, like, complexes in people. I know. <laughs> I feel like... I'd be like, oh, we saw this video. Check out the link to the tweet that we're talking about in the episode description. But after after this win at Norwich, he was interviewed and he said, oh, he said, I'm not a killer. Like, 
Harry Kane <laughs> and Sonny. <laughs> but I like to think I score nice goals. You do. <laughs> you do. Don't let the haters get to you. You are perfect and you are amazing and you are valid and we love you. Yeah, I'm so glad Conte, Conte sees his, his quality and his caliber and has him starting because that goal was like, I mean, easily going to be a goal of the month contender. The way he creates it, his quick movement, and then the little fake turn he does, and then just gets that little extra yard to take the shot, which is just incredible. His balance and things on the shot are just just wild. Yeah. Oh, my God. Someone break out the salon pass because we are <laughs> nodding to this like crazy. <laughs> I think what's great about these, I mean, fuck, a win is a win, and I'm already so happy at baseline win. But you're right, Toby. I think these have been, like, exciting games to watch. Like, mm -hmm. there is so much movement. I'm so tired for them. And the goals have been intense and, like, creative. And just, like, where the fuck did that come from? Even the Ben Davis one. The Ben Davis own goal, they own goal because of us. Like, I was like, look at Ben. Just go for it. Everybody is just so, like, attacky. And I love it. Cool. Wow. I I'm not over it yet. Sorry. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. And, like, changing up the way we score, like, sometimes it'll be through kind of slow and meticulous build-up play. But I, th I don't actually remember if it's the Brentford or Norwich game because it was Sonny um, who scored the last goal in both. But just a brilliant, fast counterattack. Sanchez just knocks it out of the defense to Harry, who, as we all know, is a brilliant passer. Um, and then you can see as, as soon as Harry gets the ball, Reggie is sprinting. Yes. Sonny absolutely turns the rockets on, just as perfectly executed a counterattacking goal as you will ever see. And they make it look so easy. So the, just the variety of goals that we're scoring is really nice to see. You're right. I think it's the making it look so easy. We've seen in the past, and we've seen them struggle, and we've seen them slow, and we've seen them sluggish. But now, again, I am going to blame it on the lack of condiments because it is such a fast team that is just, like, eager to win the ball back, eager to, like, just take it in. And everyone's just fighting so hard. And so that, that reaction from Sanchez and the reaction in the past episode when he talked about Hoibs and, like, we just gotta go, let's go. Like, I feel like it's, like, a bunch of, yeah. like, oh, my God, these people are, like, on some sort of, like, uppers because, honestly, um, yeah. <laughs> I'd be scared if I were the team... Um, going up against them. Yeah, we're so hungry. Look what the lack of condiments can do. Yeah. It just makes you so hungry. <laughs> it felt like there were, over the past few weeks, or past couple months maybe, there were, it felt like there were a few games where it's like, does only Hoybier really want this? Mm. And so now it's a really good sign that Hoybier can almost not melt into the background, but melt into the rest of the team. And it really looks like Everybody, everybody really wants this. Everybody wants this. And you know what? We're not going to stop. We want some more, which leads us to <laughs> predictions, guys. So we'll talk about a bit of this more later, but we hit a bit of a COVID um, scare at the club. So our game against Rennes, Rennes, I don't know how to say the name, um, which is at home, is still in, the, uh, in question. But we do have Brighton, Leicester away and then Liverpool at home. So let's pretend it's just those three games we're looking forward to, given we're not sure about our Rennes game yet. It's Liverpool, guys. Brighton, Leicester, yeah. we've not had the best history with them all the time. We take some people for granted here. So 
<laughs> what are we thinking given our past performance? Uh, oh my god. I don't care. I don't care. Maximum points. Have you seen us play recently? I think we can take anyone. We can take anyone. In the past, I think we've come up against teams who are like, oh my god, cover Sonny, cover Harry, but bitch, please, our goals are coming from everywhere. Yeah, the goals are coming. That's absolutely, absolutely necessary. And yeah, but three good teams, so it's going to be challenged. I'd love to see Tanganga uh, against yeah. Liverpool again because he matched up so well against Mane. Um, and a lot of teams have struggled with Mane, and I think Tanganga did an exceptional job. So uh, that'll be a really, really exciting game. Yeah, totally. Also, none of these games, none of these teams have skip in them. That's so, true. Uh, excuse me. And they're all I'm so arrogant. And they're all eating <laughs> condiments still. So you know, fools. Conte fools. hasn't gone through their pantries <laughs> and weeded out every ketchup packet. So you know what? Keep eating those ketchup packets. Go eat that mayonnaise. Enjoy your condiments, because clearly we are condiment-free, and Conte is clearly changing things up. Maximum points. Thank you so much, Toby, for joining us again this week. I hope the next time we speak, it is as delightful and joyful, because we will still be condiment-free and points up with our clean sheets. Thanks, Tobes. Oh, yeah. Happy holidays, and kois, kois, kois. <laughs> kois, kois, kois. <laughs> We're back. Welcome back to Stalking Spurs. We are in our second half. And honestly, it has been such a joy talking to Kumbaya Master Toby. May this be the feeling we have for the rest of the season. But, you know, we're not the only ones feeling this happy. I've noticed, and Acid, you've clearly written out here, that everybody seems to be posting so much more. I mean, we've got, you know... Sonny posting a lot more than he used to. Spawn Connor, not whatever. Um, <laughs> we've got people who don't usually post that are actually pretty active now. And I'm referring to a particular post here from Eric Dyer. And if you're wondering what the hell we're talking about, you can find all of the things we've mentioned over the episode in our episode description. There's a couple of links there. We mentioned it in order, so you'll see it as you listen along. But Eric Dyer is not a huge poster of grid photos he is a spot last promoter on stories so anytime he posts it's a bit of a event and true enough it's a photo after a win and eric dyer puts a caption that says captions are good for engagement <laughs> and this is such a huge fucking troll because you know what i find or at least my hypothesis for this entire post it's super simple um, I think, uh, number one, I don't think Dyer posts um, posts in general. So one, two, when he does, there isn't much captioning. Okay, cool. So my hypothesis is that, again, once again, the incredibly hardworking PR and branding team are coaching players on how to post and giving them tips, probably in a not-so-great PowerPoint presentation where they get 15 minutes at the end of training where all of them are in the room talking to and after watching a bunch of videos of how they work, are getting this like 101 PR 101 on how to engage on social. And I really feel like one of the tips they got is captions are good for <laughs> engagement. And honestly, I'm all for it because then Spurs official replies to that comment and goes, Yeah, they said this caption is good for engagement. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, 
it is so good that it's like it's surprising because I mean not surprising Dyer does have this kind of humor but I also feel for the PR team that has to do this job of like kind trying to like you know train players to be better at this this is not their job obviously and clearly Dyer does not have a social media team which I love but it's so funny I find this humor hilarious and I want more of these inside scoops on the trainings they get because what the next one will be multi-photo posts are better for engagement (laughs) or I don't know this is emojis are good for engagement like that would just be wonderful if he just released the entire brand under guidelines for social yeah educate the fans also right educate other people who want to build their brand and encourage engagement (laughs) this is another um actually it could be a separate like work stream for for dyer like social media influencer influencer like you know like how to do social media influencing as an influencer but yeah you know that everybody's like a an expert now yeah. well that's what Dyer can be an expert on apart from you know just playing pretty damn good yeah. football but yeah Dyer you've got a future you do I love it. totally in some other like parallel universe alternate life Eric Dyer is on top of spotless he's also like a social media <laughs> engagement trainer I don't know anyway so what do fans like fans like posts that they can engage with and fans also like lots and lots of juicy info random juicy info on the peeps yes. they follow. So, okay, we want to talk about Betty Wu. And we're going to dive into this article by Mr. Eccleshare on The, uh, the Athletic about Betty Wu. And this, this is just, it's He's so, back. it's so, there's so much scoop stuff in this. It's very scoop dense, shall we say. Um, so mm. check it out because it's about Ben Davis and his life at Spurs. And the, like, the headline, the, like, hook here is about how he's felt like Spurs has been tumultuous since the Champions League final, but, but he hopes they're on the other side of it now, which is fine, but that's not what we're here for. <laughs> we're here for the random no, bits of no. trivia. I think one thing that jumped yes. out at me in this article is that, uh, this is a quote, uh, Davis has completed a business and economics degree at the Open University, achieving a, how do I say this? 2.1, 2 is the 1. But this is this is awesome, and I wish it we knew this good. last year, because I think last year when we saw Emily Kaplan's uh, Instagram story showing Ben <laughs> studying for his final, we were wondering, yes. what's he studying? That sounds smart. Number one, I'll say it before, I, I said it before, I'll say it again. The fact that he completed not just one, but two degrees. What the fuck, Ben? How much time do you have? Exactly. Like, to be able to maintain an elite-level Premier League career and get a degree and another degree at the same time is, is wild. And business and economics, I don't think those are easy. Like, I, I'm, like, I feel like... So I don't want to shame anyone's majors, but I feel like there's some majors that are easy, let's be real, and that some, like, you can't half-ass. You kind of need to know your, your shit. And I think economics no. is one of those. I feel like those are also, like, I don't know, in the UK, don't they do papers? Like, aren't their tests, like, not multiple choice and shit? Like, it's actually, like, writing out essays. That shit's tough. I haven't written an essay in so long. I don't think I know how to write an essay anymore, but good job, Benny Boo. I mean, maybe there's a writer in you, too. Who the fuck knows? Yeah, who knows? But there's definitely, we don't know about the writer, but we definitely know that there's a reader. Because another thing in here, another quote is, he is currently reading Sheila Kalka. Colhat Carr's Black Edge. I might have botched that pronunciation. Anyway, Black Edge, 
about the billionaire Stephen A. Cohen, whose hedge fund, SAC Capital, was subject to the largest ever insight, whatever, whatever, whatever. Benny on this says, I just saw it in a bookshop and got it. Davis says, matter of factly, I'm a bookworm, which is so sweet. He calls himself a bookworm. That's, that's wild. Also, also, he bought it from a bookshop. He didn't buy it from like an online retailer, which means we got to hang out at all the bookshops and wherever he lives because we might bump into him. Yeah, that's true. That's another insight into his life. Huh? He visits physical bookstores and not, yeah, unless this was like a store in an airport. But still, still, why would he be in like Waterstones? I love it. <laughs> I mean, who else calls themselves a bookworm? I know, it's so sweet. I feel like the last time I heard someone described as a bookworm was Belle in Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> it's, such a, it's such a pure and like innocent way of describing that, that hobby, right? I love it. I love it. But it seems like he's really just like a pure and innocent person. I mean, like, what is this like? Yeah, I know. Oh, sorry, one last thing I want to say about this is that he's also read Soccernomics, which I super recommend. Anybody who likes football, check it out. Great book. Uh, I think only four books in my life have made me cry, and one of them is Soccernomics. But in a good way, in a good way. Anyway, oh, check wow. it out, check it out. Okay, interesting. I might actually read the Black Edge one, because that, that sounds quite interesting. Also, but yeah, Soccernomics, yeah. adding it to my list. Benny Boo is just becoming such a cute character in this article, and it goes on and on, because it actually says... He also has a social conscience and drives a Tesla, bought after his partner Emily pointed out that he was always preaching about the environment. Spurs have charging points at their training ground, and teammate Eric Dyer drives a hybrid car. My goodness, that entire block is just chock full of so much shit. Number one, obviously, partner Emily. I love that she's called partner, not girlfriend. I think that's like a tiny, tiny detail, but I love that. Her influence on him is amazing. I think they're such a cute couple. Um, although he's still a man, still went for the Tesla, still a bit predictable. All right, cool, cool, cool. You are a rich person. Um, we can't help that Tesla is not exactly led by the wonderful leader that it has. But you know what? Okay, we forgive you. We forgive you even if you're not driving just a fixie. You are still a football star. So at least it's environmentally friendly. But also, I like that Dyer's choice has not been <laughs> said. Yes, it is a hybrid car, so we can kind of just speculate on what it is. I, I personally hope, I yeah. hope it's like a, it's something super pedestrian, like a Renault E-Tech or like a Toyota Prius or something. He seems like that kind of like just really normal guy. He does ride Ryanair. Let's never forget that. So, you know, ah, that's true, right? That's Dyer who, who rode like a budget flight for a holiday. So. You know what? If there's anyone, I just love how this article doesn't only reveal shit about Benny Boo. We get some dire insight into it too, and we see some Emily, who we love so much. Emily, please post more. Um, but yeah, I love it. I love it so much. Yeah, and then one last thing, we get a glimpse into uh, Christian Eriksson's life as well. So Davis cites Christian Eriksson as one of those he holds a special bond with. Incidentally, Davis lived in Denmark for three years as a youngster. He and Davis speak regularly. So about, yeah, I know, so they're friends. Davis, oh Benny Boo, and our Danish Boo are friends, it. and they still talk. And Davis says that he's in good spirits. He's still on the recovery process, but he's in a good place. He's got family around him. He's got two kids, and he's healthy. The main thing right now is he's going to be fine. And So that's, I'm so reassured by that. That's so nice. I'm so glad to get an update about him. And I also want to know, 
Does Benny speak Danish? I mean, I'm if not he surprised. Lived, there's a kid. I won't be surprised. That's sweet. But also, I love it. I love all these little info. Charlie Eklesher, thank you for gracing us with this. But also, I need this from every single fucking player. Well, actually, not every single one. Just the ones I'm interested in. So it's so good that you did Benny Boo because we love him. And we're so glad we to hear all about his environmentally friendly car and his friendship with Mr. Erickson, who we miss so much. We maestro. Well, I hate to end on a low note, but it's not quite the end because unfortunately, like we mentioned at halftime with Toby, it seems that we're hitting a bit of bad news. Thank you to Mr. Alasdair Gold for sharing this tweet. Well, it's been from everyone, but I only believe Mr. Gold because that ma- makes it more legit. Um, apparently, we've had some a bit of a COVID outbreak. We don't know who it is. There's some rumors that Sunny is part of it. So I think six players and two staff. And that's pretty crazy because that's a lot of people. Um, we don't know if they're from that's the, a lot. We don't know from the, from the ATM. We don't know if Rand's game will go through. We don't know if our Premier League um, fixtures will be affected. But this is nuts. How is this still happening? I thought we're fucking testing. I thought we're putting them in fucking bubbles. Like, it's just after, I think there were so many memes that came out of like, why can't we have nice things? Like, we're on such a high and then this. Like, I do feel bad. It is COVID. It is still real. We are still in a fucking pandemic. And this is just a very good reminder of it. That even if we are in packed stadiums, everybody is cheering and enjoying and whatnot. People are still dying every day, and I think it's just important that we mm-hmm. kind of remember this and sober up. But yeah, I hope the staff and the, and the team, everybody recovers properly and well, and I know they'll have the best medical attention, but not everybody has that. So yeah, yeah. sobering and makes you really realize there is more to football and there's more to life because COVID is shit. We're still in it, and yeah, fuck. Protect yourself, protect your families. Be safe. Be safe out there. Speaking of families. Exactly. (laughs) We would never leave you guys on a bad note because now we are in our favorite segment of the episode, BB of the Week. Acid and I are always trolling, always scrolling, always talking. Not just the guys, but their babies and their wives because honestly, it is a gold (laughs) content. We're a bit low this week compared to last, but it is still freaking golden. Yeah, totally. What we might not have in quantity, we totally have in quality. And kicking off the quality is uh, like just a precious, precious Twitter post from Toby Alderweireld. And it's a side-by-side photo of him with his two kids in a pool beside a photo of a lion with his cubs. It's so, it's so sweet. I love this. He says, you're not rich until you have something money can't buy. My pride. Spot the differences. <laughs> Oh my god, he's so cheesy. I love it. I love cheesy dads. I mean, I think we thought or speculated for a bit that Toby had a social media manager. And honestly, if it, if he does have one, give that person a raise because he, this person is just like killing it. Super cute. We love it so much. We love seeing Casa Alderweireld and we'd love to see more. Speaking of people we love seeing, Neha Aurier is at it again. She posted in her, I'm sorry guys, it's a locked private account, so for all y'all people she ain't approved, you'll have to take our word for it, but it is incredibly sweet and cute. We have her just posing and looking freaking incredible. Uh, it's a multi-photo post, and obviously she is in like a Aaliyah um, t-shirt with like a denim jacket tied around her waist, 
and she's just having fun in the first photo and the second photo it's a bit like she's fierce so her caption is if you're happy and you know it clap your hands and she is happy and i am clapping my hands you can't see me because this is a podcast but we love you neha and we can't wait to see more from yeah, you yeah uh, i love her style i love her attitude love it we love it which brings us to our last so check this out Alex Morgan's Instagram, <laughs> she posts, I'm gonna say multi-photo post, but it's kind of just the same photo. She's just super zoomed in in one of them. Um, and it's it's a family photo. They're all in ice skates. They're at a skating rink. Mom and dad holding Charlie's hands. Uh, and Char- <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna read the caption first. Caption says, Charlie absolutely loved her first time ice skating 10 out of 10 can't wait to go tomorrow (laughs) which is hilarious because i think the photo doesn't say that at all (laughs) i think charlie is unimpressed she doesn't like these blades on her feet she won't even stand on her own two feet her parents are literally holding her up she's not into this they are not skating tomorrow we love charlie morgan and want to congratulate her for winning this week's baby of the week yes baby of the week we miss you you, are the winner we miss you and there goes the whistle thank you so much for joining us for the second half if you guys have not liked subscribed or shared this podcast with friends we don't know what are you waiting for if more of us listen maybe we get that marvel spawn con that we've been waiting for but for now (laughs) follow us on twitter and instagram at Stalking Spurs. We'd love to hear from you guys. Any questions and maybe help us solve all our Stalking Spurs mysteries of if it's SpawnCon or not. Maybe we'll put up a poll. Maybe you'll let us know. And thanks to Toby for joining us this week. And thanks, Acid, once again for co-piloting this crazy journey with me. We yeah, will be back. thanks, Patty. We'll be back with a couple more games and hopefully smiling faces from everyone. We'll see you soon. Come, Come on, you Spurs! Spurs. Thank you.